Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Girl Things podcast. It's Laura here, your host, and today we'll be talking about three things you can do to save your relationship. Do you feel like your relationship isn't what it used to be? Or have you been in a relationship where you've given your best, but it still fell apart in the end? Either way, most people spend their lives searching for true love and belonging. As a curious person, I turned to Google to get some insights on the top reasons why relationships fall apart. So according to DelrayBeachPsychologist.com, the top seven reasons why relationships fail are number one, trust issues, two, different expectations, three, moving through life at different speeds, four, communication issues, five, life habit abuse, six, sense of growing apart, and seven, financial issues. Can you relate to any of these? Or do you have commitment issues that stem from any of the above? If you can, it's not the end of the world. So in today's podcast, sorry, in today's episode, I hope to challenge social views that relationships are meant to fade, from excitement to comfort, from mystery to routine, and from love to resentment. I don't know it all. Not at all. But together, let's explore what it takes to have the best and most fulfilling relationships of our lives. So in today's episode, we'll be focusing on just three of these seven reasons why relationships fail. Number one, trust issues. Two, different expectations. And three, a sense of growing apart. So I guess before we start, I'd like to kick this off with a nice and casual chit chat with you guys on what's going on in my life. So for those of you who know me or have followed a little bit of my journey, I've previously done a program called 75 Heart. And I am currently now in the second phase of that entire Live Heart program, which is called Phase 1. Um, it's been really exciting, just really excited. And I also want to start sharing what I'm grateful for today. So for today, I am really grateful for good mental health. It's something that I've really learned to slow down and appreciate, to wake up, to have ample energy, to feel good, to my body feels like it's functioning the right way. I'm not in like any sort of crazy mood swing. I don't feel like I'm falling apart or I don't have my period cramps. Like everything's just fine and I'm kicking ass at work and I'm just really, really grateful for my health and a good state of state of mind. So I guess that's enough about me. Um, Let's get right into it. All right. Reason number one of why relationships fail. Let's talk about trust issues. And the solution is how can we focus on building trust in our relationship? Um, I'm not sure about you guys, but I've been cheated on before. And I know a lot of people have been cheated on before. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. And I think the first time that it happened, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know how to react. I listened to all of these wise people say that once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm sure you guys have heard that one before as well. But in that moment, when I was so emotionally invested in that person, I could not see... I just couldn't see the relationship failing. I put so much effort into it and I felt like if this fell apart, we looked like the perfect couple. 
Oh, in my head, at least in my head, we I thought we were the perfect couple. Um, and I, I love this man so, so much. I've put so much trust and I've put in so much work. And how could you do this to me? You know, I'm not about to just let you ruin all of everything that I've built us up to be. And so I attempted to forgive him. And I think that was, that was a really great lesson to be learned. And I... After that, after coming out of that relationship, after all the bruises, all the anxiety attacks that I would say I allowed myself to induce, um, I'm never fucking doing that again. (laughs) So how can we, instead of hiding behind my insecurities to say like, I'll never date a guy like that again, I will never allow them to do this to me, I will make sure that they come home at this time, I'll make sure, put all these conditions up so that I'll never get hurt again um I definitely tried that as well and it was really really tiring so that's not that wasn't the solution either coming into this relationship with Pat I wanted it to be healthy I wanted us to want each other for the right reasons I wanted to be together for the right reasons and I wanted to do it while still be able still being able to find myself who am i what are my boundaries and how how do i want to love someone and how do i want to be loved and so the conversation of trust what do you think about trust how do you feel and i guess that's the first step on how you can build trust in your relationship it's actually to talk about it Um, If you haven't already had this conversation with your partner or someone that you're dating, it's really, really important because you want to be on the same page. Um, I believe there's good in everyone. However, we're all adults and a relationship is a two-person thing where both of y'all come together, you have a mutual agreement on what you're looking for and you got to be honest you have to be honest and you have to hold your ground. Um, you, you just got to, have these, um, got to have these conversations about trust. Like, ask them, what do you think about trust? Have you been cheated on before? How did you feel and what did you learn? So in this relationship with Pat, we, we came in really, really honest with each other. And I said, look, I haven't cheated in the past before. I'm really not about it. It's just way too much hassle. I hate drama. I'm just not a fan Um don't do this to me, I will leave. I'm just done with all these games, hiding uh, messages and things like that. Look, I'm not the type of person to cheat. And I want you to know that straight off the bat. It's not like a card that I'm hiding behind me to say like, oh, I want you to guess whether I'm going to cheat on you. Will I ever for you to like try to get my attention um, so that I don't I'm not looking at other people. I'm not going to be looking at other people. If I like someone, I really will like someone. And I think that's a really attractive trait to have in anybody. Male, female, knowing what you want and sticking to it is a really attractive trait. So even when it comes to trust, um, I did put it out there with Pat. I'd love to trust you. Um, However, this is all new to me as well. I love to explore it with you. I love how, I love to explore how we can build trust together. And one of the things that um, throughout our time together um, we've learned is that how do you how have we gotten rid of some of let's say let's use me as an example how we got rid of some of my insecurities that built stronger trust in our relationship. 
when there were situations that I felt insecure, I'd share that with Pat. I wanted his help. So I'd say in this situation, I actually feel really insecure, um, but I don't want to feel like this forever. Could you please help me? You know, help me feel safe and loved. And he asked me, what, what would you like me to do? What do you need? I said, look, I just want you to hold me. Just hold me close. Tell me you love me. Kiss me in the forehead. Make me feel extra loved in those situations. Um, um, yeah, let's start from there. And it really did work. In order for that to work, it needs to start from you first. You need to be actively working on getting over those insecurities. Then only when your partner comes in and gives you the help as well, will it work out to be, okay, now I feel much better. Because if you're not working on yourself first, it's very difficult for your partner to keep reassuring you. It gets tiring after a while and you're like, I've I've shown you that I love you so so much why are you still doubting me you know and then they start they'll start to give up because they've been trying and it just seems like you just don't trust them um so um that's one thing and what Pat's taught me as well in building trust is that especially when trust is not warranted that's when you get your brownie points in. It's like on the day to day, he'll show, he'll tell me, uh, look, this person's messaged me. This is the message. He'll tell me where he's going out, uh, who he's going out with. I don't even ask, but he'll tell me. He'll let me know what time he comes back. These are the times when you build up that trust when it's not warranted for. So by the time you actually have, he has to actually go on a business trip and things like that. And I'm like, I fully trust this guy. You know, I trust what he says every time that he said something, every time that he said he's going to come back by this time, where he's going, he's always there. So I have no reason not to trust him anymore. So uh, I guess the takeaway from this part would be that trust should be earned and don't be afraid to ask for it. If you know that you can give it too, don't be afraid to ask for it because and don't be afraid that you're going to scare the person that you love away because someone who loves you will stick around and they will prove to you as many times as they need to to tell you that they love you and they're here for you and they will show you. And the second reason why relationships fail and uh, we're going to be focusing on different expectations and how can you save your relationship from this is to be honest and also to ease your expectations. All right, this one is a bit of a confusing one, right? You could look at it in many, many different ways. Different expectations could be different expectations of the entire relationship itself. Or you could also have different expectations of the way you'd like to lead your life or different expectations of where your life is going. Have you, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever been in a relationship where you guys were seemingly the the polar opposite of each other? When one wanted to chill, one wanted to go out, one soft-spoken, one is really loud and wants to talk all the time. Um, just things like that. You fell in love in the first place, but now that all the chemistry and the rose glasses are taken off, you kind of realize that we are so different. <laughs> and a lot of the time, they don't understand what you want and what you guys want to do is so different that you feel like you're just compromising a lot. You're giving up a lot of what you would love to do because your partner doesn't want to. 
Or the other one could be lifestyle expectations, right? So sometimes, do you ever feel like your standards of what you like your life to be, your home to be, like is so different from your partner's? For for example, you could be the one who's really clean, really organized, has a schedule, does everything to a T, and your partner is just unaware as hell about time but he's always running late he's always got his clothes everywhere comes home from work leaves the the muddy shoes in the doorway socks are falling bit by bit off his body as you can see the trail then it's the shirt and then this and you can you can literally see a trail of where he's where he's been in the house right finishes um, the coffee mug leaves it on the sink and doesn't wash it things like that just driving you absolutely insane right <laughs> and then during those times it's really hard to tell yourself look we've just got different expectations and it's all good I totally understand you feel like you're clashing you feel like they don't understand you're not on the same team anymore that's another example a different example of different expectations is um, a more emotional support sort of expectation where you're feeling a certain way you're maybe probably feeling a bit stressed a bit down and you expect your partner to understand how you feel and how to support you um, and you always feel like they don't understand me and I don't know how to tell them how I feel but I'm just really stressed and I feel like I can't tell them anything anymore so that's another that's another part of expectation so I guess it's really important to first ask yourself, what is it that I actually want? Where do I want to go in my life? It always has to start from you first. It's not where do we want to go in our life, it starts from you. If you and him don't want to go in the same direction in life, together you will not want to go in the same direction in life. <laughs> it's going to be really fucking difficult let, let me tell you so it's better sometimes as, as uncomfortable as it is to hear sometimes we start off on the same um, in the same place but we end up going apart which will which I'll get into in the next point but you have to focus on you first so figure out what you actually want with your life how you want ideally how you want your life to be um, sort of the lifestyle and I guess the kind of person that you want to be as well and when it comes down to when it comes down to emotional support and expectations that your partner will be there for you when you were down and you are hurt these things need to be worked on like you have to actively work on it together and invite them to help you and teach them how they can support you because sometimes like I've noticed for myself um, I've definitely had these expectations in the past where I'm feeling a bit stressed, I'm feeling a bit insecure, or I'm feeling a bit set and down. I expect that Pat should know how to support me. He should know how to come and love me when we're in an argument. He should know how to diffuse the situation um, and know what not to say and what to say, things like that. Um, which is a ridiculous expectation. I'm not sure we where most firmly say this for most women where we've got these expectations from um, that our men should know exactly how we're feeling <laughs> when we say that I don't want to talk to you, that they are supposed to come and talk to us, <laughs> you know, things like that. But it's really unrealistic. It's not that your partner doesn't love you. He just doesn't know how to show it in the way that you want him to.
what I found that really, really helps is that even if you can't express it during the time, and I've, um, I've brought this up in previous episodes before, I found really, really helpful how you let your partner know how you feel is first sit down, um, never request for anything when you're angry because more often than not it's going to come out in a in a way that you didn't really intend it to be so i guess when you kind of cool down or take some time out to yourself write a letter of how you're feeling um let there be different sections of anger sadness um, betrayal hurt things like that i feel really hurt when you don't take my request seriously i feel like you don't care about me um and i feel really hurt angry i feel really angry because i feel like i do a lot for you and i've only asked a few things of you and you haven't you haven't met those expectations and i for that i feel really angry and feel really used so things like that and at the end which is the most important part and there's three things you can do with this you can either keep it to yourself and not give it to them second of all you could read it out to them or third of all you could Pass it, pass letter to your partner and let them read it back to you. So especially the part at the bottom where you write out how you would like them to respond. So let's say in this situation, if you could put words in your partner's mouth, how would you like to like them to respond when you share this feeling with them? So for example, let's say, I'm so sorry I didn't I didn't know that you felt that way. I love you very much and I genuinely just forgot to pick it just forgot to do that task today it was a really busy day and I want to show you that I love you and I support you um I don't mean to hurt you and I want you to know that I'm always here for you and you'll be surprised (laughs) I tried this with Pat and I cried now I'm like I know this sounds ridiculous on paper you're just literally writing a letter to yourself but I kid you not it works (laughs) so that's just that's just one part of it but I guess just like anything in a relationship it's a two it's a two-part equation to to happiness you have to let your partner in on your journey and you have to let them um, understand how you feel and how you love to be supported and loved as well. And reason number three why relationships fail is a sense of growing apart. And how can you save your relationship? By being honest every step of the way. This is the last point, but I'm going to make it quick and simple, but brutally honest with you guys, as you know, how that's the only way I know how to put it. So it is really, really important. If you want to have the best relationship of your life, you have to be honest. You have to first be honest with yourself on what you want. Um, and then you have to share that with your partner as well and allow them to actually show you and tell you whether that's what they want as well or not. Because like I mentioned earlier, that if you want to go left and he wants to go right, and just because you guys are together doesn't mean that you can be going in the same direction. Are you willing to give up going left for him? If you're not willing to change who you are for your partner, then we shouldn't expect them to change for us either. Um, And whether we expect it or we're willing to give ourselves up or not, it should not be the way. That is not the way to a healthy relationship. So first of all, be honest with what you want. Um, And I'll share a little bit um, of my journey of coming along this way. So... Previously, what I thought that I really wanted was this fairy tale, foo foo, kind of unrealistic relationship standard of 
finding the right guy, um, having him sweep me off my feet, doing everything for me, be my emotional support, be my financial support, be my everything. Literally someone who completes me. Um, And that's not healthy. But if I was honest with myself and if I was honest with him, then maybe I would have allowed him to say, that's not what I want to be. No, this is not for me. You know, and then we would have saved ourselves heartbreak. We would have continued searching for somebody else. Right. But saying so, it's because I wasn't honest with myself in the first place. I didn't allow myself to admit that that was what I want. I thought, oh, you know, I want to be this strong, independent woman who actually really, um, I still want it to be waited on every now and then, but I really want to be independent. I really want to be strong. That was kind of the message that I put out there. So first of all, I wasn't honest with myself. So if I'm not honest with myself, how could I ever be honest with my partner? And how could they ever get to know the real me? Right? And none of us are fully grown and none of us at our full form. We're all still learning and we're growing. And that's the best part of it. You don't have to be have your shit together to be in a relationship. That's part of working on yourself like working on yourself while still being together because you if you've ever experienced unconditional support someone who can allow you to be exactly who you are whether that's beautiful ugly angry or happy you know you it feels like such a safe space to pick your pieces up and to actually grow as a human being and together we can support each other and together we're always always better Um, and I definitely believe that so first of all be honest with yourself and if you feel like something you're growing apart you are fucking growing apart like do not have to do not second doubt yourself just your gut feeling is there for a reason Um, very rarely it's wrong it's a sign to say let's have a um, let's have a conversation let's talk about what we want to do where we are and how can we work on it together and not every sign of growing apart is a alarm for, all right, what am I going to do? Are we going to break up? What's my plan B? No, that's not it. It's about allowing each other to be exactly how we're meant to be, to grow exactly where we want to grow. You know, that's the only way you can explore yourself and he can explore himself um, and become the best best human beings possible. And I guess to leave you guys um with this point is to finish it off with try to think of try to think of your past relationships did they serve you were they the best relationships you ever had were they the worst did you learn something from that relationship that you brought to your next relationship if you didn't have that relationship do you reckon you'd be able to be with the person that you are with today everything leads up to who we are today every lesson learned so the sooner that you're honest with yourself the sooner that you allow your partner to be honest with themselves too the sooner that you can embark on the journey of being the happiest um, happiest people you've ever been you'll get to know yourself so much more as well so it might be scary in the beginning but everything starts with the first step and that's it for today's episode guys thank you so much for tuning in if you enjoyed the episode please share it with your friends and family members if you actually going to have if you actually wanted to have this conversation with your partner share it with them say hey i'd love for you to listen to this and i love your take on what you think and how you feel about it so as usual guys we've got um i've got an instagram going for big girl things that's on instagram at big girl things underscore podcast 
at biggirlthings underscore podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.